Bienvenidos and welcome to season two of Mañana Mana. Here are your hosts, Moises, James, and Junior. Welcome back, everybody, to Mañana Mana. Welcome back, Captain Holyface. Hey, how's it going? Thank you. And uh, and as we got Brother Mo out right now, so depending on when you listen to this, uh, well, he should be back. He, he was a little bit under the weather. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll, he'll be back. But if not, keep him in your prayers. Amen. He got a little runny nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so we had to bring back uh, my lovely wife to help us out. Hey. <laughs> the crazy part about that was that was a, the exact same tone and everything was going through my mind when you said that. <laughs> like, I was like, that'd be cool if she did, hey, and... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Welcome back. She, she loves doing this, so so it wasn't hard to convince her. I adore it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So what we're going to be talking about today is I, I know it's kind of catchy too, but it stinks. It does. So I actually had to start this recording over a couple times because we were <laughs> getting off track from second one. Yeah. From the first second, we were off track. So this is take three <laughs> of It Stinks. <laughs> All right. Hey, and uh, before we get started on that, what did y'all think about that last episode hmm. with Sister Valerie? I'm going to tell you with pure joy. What do you think? <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> it's different when you put people on the spot, but I mean... I was in it, and she was in it, so of course it's going to be funny and good. <laughs> you welcome. <laughs> All right, and hopefully y'all have had a chance to go and listen to her at, what is it, a place at my table. Mm-hmm. Yes. And hopefully y'all have had a chance to listen to the recipe that was at the end of that episode and, and upload some comments or some pictures into our YouTube channel to see how those uh, – well, you know what? I'm not even going to say what the recipe was for. No, that way, don't. if you didn't listen to it, you got to go back and listen to it. So I'm okay. not even going to say what the recipe was for. I'm going to try to convince her to collaborate with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her business going, and then I'm going to do, you know, sell my stuff. and She's going to do some of her stuff. And, and some of my stuff. We're going to make stuff. We're going to make stuff. We're going to make uh, some gonna stuff. Now, I will tell you <laughs> this about that recipe. If you go back and you try to do it, it will bring your taste buds and stomach. Well, <sighs> if you're so not good. lactose intolerant, joy. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. That, that'll that'll get us back on course here for its. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, so just talking about recipes and and all that, um, you know, we do have the ability, right, to enjoy the, those pleasing smells and and the ability to be repulsed by disgusting smells. And so, just bear with me. I'm going. I was thinking there. a couple of cheeses when you said that, bro. That's all. Generally, that's when you know. Uh, when when something is smells good, or or when something's uh, you know you think of something that's wholesome, right? You think of something that 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 you want in your life, and then when something uh, smells bad, you think harmful. I don't want nothing to do with that. You think of just get that away from me, you know, I mean, type stuff. I wouldn't say it would be you know wholesome per se, you know, because I, I I love the smell of uh, you know macaroni and cheese, baked mac and cheese, but. I mean that wasn't so much wholesome. Yeah, but but it's something that'll draw you to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I understand what you're saying, but the, you know, it's uh 
it's something that you don't push away from. Right. We'll say that. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's something you don't push away from. Although, it, and it's, but it's funny though. Like when something smells bad, I don't. This this was already off topic here. But isn't it funny when something smells bad and you're like, ooh, and then you, hey, smell this. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's usually. Or when I, it tastes bad, mm-hmm. you're like, here, taste this. <laughs> Got to share that pleasure. Uh, what, what was that saying? Uh, pain, misery loves company. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but you know, with that, you know, so so now thinking about it, you know, how, how we're going to tie this all back into to the good word, the way that we do with all of our podcasts, is uh, how Jesus, you know, has the has the the, the pleasing aroma that you know mm-hmm. that we want to have mm-hmm. in our lives and that we want to share. You know, as well, uh, but we're going to talk about it in a little bit different aspect today. Is uh, what that that sweet fragrance, that sweet and savory fragrance uh, mm. that that we tend to know, you know, in our walk with God and with Jesus is uh, sometimes it's not appeasing to the next person, and so yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about today. And that's why the topic is it stinks. And uh, let's jump right off in it. Uh, Captain Holy Face with the, the story of the prodigal son. You still getting used to that? Yeah, yeah. I still like when I when I wake up in the morning, I walk in the bathroom. I really think it's somebody else in there. <laughs> Who go I'm there? Like, Whoa, what? Who that? Mm, come on. <laughs> Who that? Uh, so, <clears throat> talking about the prod, prodigal son, like you know, in uh, the parable in uh, Luke chapter fifteen, verses eleven to thirty-two. Uh, one of the things when I was going over that, you know, and I, I think everybody's heard of or read about, but they've at least heard about this story about where the the son just kind of like called it quits. You know, I'm look, I've done this. Give me my money. Give me what I'm worth, and wants to go off and you know do his own thing. You know, avoiding the rules. And I'm gonna tell you that can get you into some pretty stinky situations i mean let's face it your attitude stinks when when you do that you know um and as he goes through you go through the parable and the story uh he had a bunch of fun and then uh wound up basically eating with the hogs you know you had had to take a job with a with a unclean animal uh which at that time uh, i mean they're still you know, he, and he wound up having to eat with them. And, uh, you know, they they detested that. Like, that was one of the worst jobs you could possibly have, you know. Um, but in verse 21, Luke 15, 21, the son repents and comes clean, you know. I'm just going to put that, put this out there like this, you know. He may the 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 prodigal son may have stunk to the old factory, you know, but man, the stink on the older brother's soul, man. I've I've had some unfortunate times in my life where I've been, you know, in some places where some putrid. I'm gonna go ahead and throw that word out there. Thousand dollar word. <laughs> Thousand dollar word. Uh, odors in my nostrils. But I'm going to tell you that that smell that was coming off there, he he basically gave up his family because they accepted him back, you know. Um, and it was basically like him coming back to life. You know, he, he went out, did the most detestable things and wound up in that detestable hole because that was the outcome of his 
you know, his doings. But he repented. He's seen the error of his ways. Why would you not want to celebrate that? That was your brother, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's tore you away from your family as well because of jealousy. And that stinks. Yeah, so what I really like about this, how you're saying, how he was living immorally, had prostitutes, like he was, he spent all the money. Um, he was just going in. And the crazy thing about it is, he was dead that whole time, and that's why his father found so much happiness and joy, and he just welcomed him because he's like, he was dead, and now he's he's alive. Like, And his brother was just hmm. being a turd. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't know if Another I'm allowed to say that. thousand dollar word. Something a baby wipe can't get off, you know what I'm saying? This, listener discretion is advised. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, it's the... The son's attitude was was awful. It was it was so poor, and so of course, you know, God is just crazy because God found mercy in a guy that, in a boy that just one would say he's not worthy. Like, mm-hmm. how is he worthy of God's love? And look at everything that he's doing, and yet God still had mercy and grace, just like the previous podcast of, of the recipe of joy, um, the the grace and the mercy and the love. And his, his father embraced him regardless. And that's how God does. That's what he does to us. He embraces us regardless of our faults. And I. Yeah, I like what you're saying about. About, you know, that the son was dead. And and, and I like I, I love looking at stuff, you know, in, in different perspectives and different aspects. And and it just makes me think, you know, and, and I want to offer this question to everybody listening, everybody here on this podcast is uh, at the end of the day, who was really, you know, dead inside. Right. Yeah. And, it, and why it popped into my head about uh, how they prepared the a mummy. So they wrap up the mummy and they put perfumes and incenses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But deep down inside, it's it, inside the perfume, inside the wrapping, you know, that it's decaying. And, and it just, it, it's, it's almost like, the elder son, when the, that's he was had that jealousy, and it's almost like he was decaying on the inside uh, because because of what the father was doing for the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when the prodigal son came back, um, brother James, like you said, you know, he smelled like the swine, he smelled like the pigs, he smelled like the, you know, I, I can't. I, I've walked downwind from a pig pen. I I'm, mm. I grew up in the city, and, and so some people are okay with that smell. I, I'm not. I don't know what's worse, a pig farm or a chicken farm, because, whoo, they both bad. Hey, but but whatever it is, you know, the, the father uh, didn't even didn't even budge twice. And I even imagine, because he was down in there with the pigs, like you were saying, so I imagine he had a little stink on him, some yeah. physical stink. Right. Uh, but when he came home, the father just threw his arms around him, and, and it just made me think about uh, that elder son. You know, it's almost like... Being downwind of that obviously was worse because the father even noticed it and basically went to him and was like, "Boy, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong? You, you know, right, boy. Uh, you know, it, instead of him being happy that his son or his his brother came home, you know, he was just looking at what the father was doing for him. And uh, and with that being said, you know, what's what's our attitude? 
You know, what's our attitude when someone walks back through that door? Yeah. You know, we, we pray for the backslider. We pray, we pray for the, you know, for the ones that have fallen out of the church. And, 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 and you know, this isn't in my notes, but I'm just feeling this. So I'm right. just going to say Come it. Come on, brother. Come on. <laughs> you know, what, what's our character? What's, what's our attitude? You know, do we have that same, do we have that same character? You know, do we have that same character of, oh, you know, well. I've been doing, I've been, you know, doing the Jesus thing for 10 years now. And all of a sudden this, this one comes back to church. They've been out of church for 10 years and, and everyone's rejoicing, you know, pastor saying his name, you know, two or three different mm. times. Welcome back. And, Mm-mm-mm. you know, and, and you know what, I'm, I'm not now I just, <laughs> yeah, I love how you I, said I want to leave that. Alone. <laughs> I love how you said that Jesus thing. Well, <laughs> apparently you ain't been doing it right. Cause right. if you got that kind of hatred or that type of, resentment towards somebody coming back into that marvelous light, bro, you ain't been doing a whole lot of stuff for Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, or either that, or you just left that door wide open for the enemy to come in. Yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, yep. So I'm not reading anybody's mail or at least I'm not trying to, if, uh, if you, if you, if you're listening and you think I'm targeting you, I don't even I'm just going to know who you, you are. Go. I just... felt the Holy Ghost when you started going off. That. I, I, I was so, getting into hey, it. Look, so I had to pull back. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, man, when people get convicted, that ain't us. That yep. ain't me and you. Yep. So that's that's God. So if uh, if you're sitting down, tuck your feet under your chairs because it looks like this podcast is heading in that direction. But unless you're driving, don't tuck your feet underneath the seat. You need it to right. keep driving. Unless you got cruise control. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but but if you think about but but think about how when the prodigal son returned, what was his posture? What was his character? And, and it makes me think about about the story of when. Uh, when when Mary came in and she was washing Jesus' feet. Mm. Mm. Mark 14 and 4. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, why was this waste of the ointment made? The smell of indignation. Uh, it's easy to criticize those who show more love to Jesus than we do. We sometimes want to define them uh, a fanatic, you know, and that's someone who is more devoted to Jesus than we are, like Jesus freak. You know, I've heard that term a couple of times. Thank you, Jesus. I think there's uh, a song like that. Yeah. Is there? <laughs> yeah. I, okay. All right. I haven't heard that. I'm going to have to look that up. I wonder if that's on Spotify. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we got to shameless plugs. Uh, but uh, so Judas... Uh, you know, that guy, Iscariot, um, may have started that criticism, right? Uh, they were, they was, um, back in, let's see, it's interesting that it was Judas because that word translated waste in Mark 14, 4 is translated perdition in John 17 and 12 and applied to Judas when Judas, uh, criticized for wasting money. But he wasted his entire life. Um, so he may have started the criticism, but he wasn't alone for long. You know, everybody likes to join in whenever they think they got one up or, you know, some a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book of Mark made it clear that they criticized her sharply, you know. So each one looked at the oil on Jesus' head and considered it wasted. You know, I'd, I'd hate to think that she was starting to wonder if she did something wrong, you know, that, Oh, causing them people to stumble because of her love for him, you know? 
So uh, for those of you who don't know, I actually sang this song many, many years ago. It was called Alabaster Box by C.C. Mm -hmm. Winans. And the song is so descriptive. And um, this story is the story of Mary Magdalene. And the reason why she washes feet is just, it's such an intense story. Because this is a woman who people talked about. People, you know, had their noses up at her. They were judging her. So I can only imagine how it was, how she felt when she walked into this room and people are just talking about her and she's just trying to get past these people. She's like, I just got to get to his feet and I have to wash them. And I can imagine her just kneeling down, washing her tears, just pouring mm -hmm. down because it's just a feeling of gratitude. It's a feeling of if I can just wash his feet. And, and it, it's just, it's such a, I know I always say this, but it, it's, it's such a sad, but it's a beautiful story at the same yeah. time. The fact that God was, or that Jesus was like, she's washing, you know, she's washing my feet because, you know, I'm about to be buried. And the fact that he used somebody that was considered dirty, stinky, unclean, unclean. Um, that he used somebody like that. And, you know, sometimes people can tend to, or content, well, that they tend to like, judge before they know a person. We don't know people's backgrounds. Nobody knows my background or a lot of people don't really know deep, deep stories that I have. And the fact that Jesus just has that much mercy and he used somebody like quote unquote Mary. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so when we talk about this story, it's, it's easy just to get wrapped up in the surface level stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, Oh, she came in, she broke a box. You know, there was a indignation. There was uh, talk about waste of the ointment. It could have been sold. Uh, but again, so we're talking about the posture of the, the prodigal son. Well, th there's a couple things going on here that's even at a deeper level. One, it, it wasn't it was against the customs for a woman just to come in to a situation like that. Yep. So first of all, she already knew she was in the wrong mm -hmm. to come in by the by their customs. Right. And so. Think about somebody coming into the church for the first time or coming back. Think about the, the feeling that, that the devil's already putting on them. The enemy's already come putting on. on them. You don't belong in here. Right. Yep. What are you doing in here? This isn't oh. your place to come in. You know, you forfeited that right or or you're breaking custom by coming in. And then the second thing is the, the fact that she approached, you know, she approached somebody that's, um, you know, she wouldn't have been allowed to touch anyways. And, you know, and, and I don't want to really go into all, you know, all the, the customs and all that. But right. trust me, it, it was a not an easy task for her to build up whatever courage that she had to do it. Or maybe it wasn't even about courage. Maybe for her, it was just a, he has what I need. Absolutely. Yeah. And maybe somebody walking through the door in your church tonight, tomorrow, later this week, uh, might be coming in with that same mentality. Yeah. What's in here is what I need. Right. And who are we? Are we going to are we going to have that that mindset like Jesus and say come in? Or are we going to have the mindset like the like the outside crowd saying, mm -hmm. "Oh, they don't belong in here. Look at that person. You know, what are they doing here? They know better or or you know, 
they might know the person and think, oh, man, this is just this is just a repetitive thing. You know, they do this. They fall out of church. They come back. They fall out of church. Uh, and, and these are things that, you know, that I have seen, that I've heard, that I've experienced that. So this is stuff that goes on it's, and it's a shame. But this is stuff that 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 goes on today. Yeah. That's right. You yeah, know what stinks, I mean? Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it really does. And and the fact is. What we got to remember is it is a humbling, it is a shameful experience to think for her to wash his feet. It, it was such a such a low thing for somebody to do that when Jesus went to go wash the feet of the disciples, you know, they didn't want no part of it because they knew what that meant. Right. Like you're putting yourself below, you know, below, <laughs> as the mm-hmm. lowest of the lows. And so for her to come in and to to break custom for her to come in knowing that people didn't want her there for her to come in and to hear all the the side comments and to hear all the the snickering and and I can imagine when she walked in people weren't being quiet about it they were being I'm pretty sure pretty obvious that they didn't want her there right oh, yeah. and so again or when somebody comes in do we have that smell of indignation mm. Mm. you know what i mean yep or are we going to be obedient to the way Jesus was. Mm. <clears throat> so in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 22 and 23, verse 23, it goes on to talk about what rebellion really is and, and what sin it is. And it says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. A rebellious, stubborn heart rejects God just as certainly as someone rejects God by occult practices or idolatry. So in that scripture, Saul's problem wasn't just that he neglected some ceremony, that it is how Saul thought of obedience to God. In today's world, he might say, what, so God wants me to go to church more? All right, I'll go. Uh, But religious observance was not Saul's problem. The problem was that his heart became rebellious and stubborn against God. Uh, If a religious observance uh, did not help that problem, then it was no good. Right, it, it it would be easy for Saul to point his finger at the Amalekites and the Philistines and uh, say, "Look at those godless idolaters! They don't worship true God like I do." But Saul didn't worship the true God either, because the real worship of God begins with surrender. Right? God said, "If you love me, you will obey my commandments." You know, um, and I was reading some commentary, and one of the things I I liked and was uh well one of the guys said all conscious disobedience is actually idolatry because it makes self-will the human eye into god it's putting yourself before god and anything that you put before god is what it's an idol whether it's your cell phone facebook instagram sports clips it doesn't <laughs> Don't be a hater. Sorry, that, okay? was, that was an inside thing. I'm, I'm sorry, but 
in, in a in a true sense, though, anything that you put before God is idolatry. And when you don't obey God and His commandments, you that that is a sin, and one of the worst kinds. I and and, and yeah, we were talking earlier about, um, you know, there's a all kinds of sins and man put levels on it. But what truly is a greater sin than to disobey him? You know, put somebody before the greatest commandment is love God with all your heart. Yeah. And, and just going back over those verses in, in 15, first Samuel 15, 22 and 23, you know, it's in the backstory and, and you were hitting on pieces of it. But, you know, ultimately this chapter is talking about Saul is being rejected, you know, by God for, right. for you know, for disobedience. Yeah. But, you know, in verse 22, when it talks about that, I mean, it, it clearly states it out. And I'm reading out of the NIV, but it says, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? Well, you got to understand some of those burnt offerings and sacrifices was burning incense. Right. A sweet aroma, you know what I mean, and and not and back then it's not like today you can go to, you can go to any corner gas station and buy some incense and you know and things yeah, like that, right? It wasn't like that, yeah. No, this to to get incense back then, it was, you know, it was something that was, was it wasn't easy to get, and so when they would burn this incense, it was something that they would set aside for God, and God is you know and, and what what the word is saying right here is the obedience uh, is better. Then that aroma, that pleasing aroma that they were offering up, God's like, you know what? That aroma that you're burning up right now, it stinks. It stinks, yeah. Yeah, that that aroma, it stinks because of the disobedience that is being offered, you know, that is coming from the person. And so, and and Brother James, we, we I, I know the Spirit's moving because as I was thinking about it, you you said it when he was talking about one of the commandments, right? Mm -hmm. You know, one of the commandments of God. And so uh, even though there's 10 commandments, we've talked about this on a podcast, I think, in season one. But it really comes down to two. Yep. Right? Yep. Which is, you know, God, you know, loving love God. God with all your yeah. heart. And, and the man. second one, go ahead. What's the second one? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah, to to love your neighbor. And, and going back to we were talking about the prodigal son and Mary coming in and people coming into the church. Are we being disobedient to to that second commandment that Jesus oh, said? Are we being disobedient by looking at somebody like they have no place here? And when I'm saying here, I mean in the church, that they have no place to be here. But then we're going to go up front and raise our hands to God and be like, oh, God, I love you. Thank you. Praise your name. Allow me to be here. Oh, allow me to be here. But don't allow this person to be right. here. And I'm not pointing at you, Edel. I know my thumb's going that way, but <laughs> I'll put it behind me. That's why you shouldn't point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, so you got three other points yeah, right back that's at right. you. That's right. So, um, but with that being said, are we, are, is, is the sacrifice of praise, when we're offering up that praise, is God, is God refer, you know, referring to our praises? It stinks because we're being disobedient and we don't want people, we only want certain people that we're okay with, that we're good with, that fits our description, our characteristics of what what's allowed to to come into God's house. The way Mary didn't fit the description of everybody that was, you know, had that indignation towards her when she came in, you know, to wash the feet of Jesus. Yeah. And so, you know, and it's it's one of those things. Look, if if 
if God accepted me to come back to that altar, if God allowed me and my shadow to darken the, the threshold of the door of a church, then who, who am I to look funny at somebody or to have any comments about when they, when they walk in through the door? I agree with you. I concur. Is that all I'm supposed to say? It's another one I'm of those kidding. thousand dollar words. <laughs> no. Well, I, I just was going to add, um, when I was reading verse 23, it says, for rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as, as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. So you're going to, if you want to reject and you don't want to be obedient, hey, you know what? Do it. Because obviously you don't want the blessing. And so to me, it's like, it's more important. Just what does a person have to lose by being obedient? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, what are you, what are you going to lose? You're going to gain. You're going to gain blessings. You're going to gain love. You're going to gain. There's just so much that you gain just from being obedient to God's word and what he's telling you to do. And like you were saying about the sacrifice of praise and worship. Well, when you're sacrificing. Yeah, praise and worship. Um, how how far is it reaching God if you have that in you? Like you're praising God, but at, in the same in that same moment, you're looking sideways at somebody and like, mm, I know what they did. Oh, I I know where they've been. And so, like, if if you're gonna be like that, you ain't getting nowhere. That's all I'm. You know what? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, y'all. <laughs> hey, what, what, what's what's funny is that when you talked about that, you looked over, at, you know, looking over, not you. Somebody <laughs> looks over at somebody and says, you know, I know what you did. Um, it, and, and what popped in my head is when they brought the adulterous woman to Jesus' feet, and and mm -hmm. I, I I love it when Jesus calls them out, you know. But but I've heard so many preachers say this when they said, well, well, what were y'all doing watching? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right. So so how do you know what they did? You know what I mean? Right. Are you are you part of that idle talk? Are you part of you know and that rumor uh, mill? Yeah, that rumor mill. Mm. And and so when it comes down to it, we just it, it's so easy to fall into that trap sometimes. Uh you know, but what we got to remember just the same way that the father re received the prodigal son back. Just the same way Jesus received the, the sacrifice of praise and worship that, that Mary was given when, when he was, when she was washing his feet. And, and in those, in those instances, there was a smell that was tied to those stories, right? There was a smell that the prodigal son had a, a terrible smell physically, but the, but the stench of the, of the attitude of the older brother was worse. Mm -hmm. The smell that was beautiful coming off the aroma, the fragrance of the, uh, of the ointment uh, that she was washing Jesus' feet with, mm -hmm. it was being overwhelmed by the stench of the attitudes mm -hmm. and the characters of those that were in the room when this when this sinner was coming to the feet of Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When a sinner was coming to the feet of Jesus, and in the same sense, when a sinner's coming back to the feet of Jesus at the altar of any church or in any home, you know, whatever it is. How, you know, our, is is our character, is our is is our attitude, is it going to come off as the stench as, as the elder brother or as the other people in the room uh, when Mary was washing the feet of Jesus? 
or we're going to partake in that and we're going to are we going to uh glorify uh what God's doing in this individual and we're going to recognize that man our son has come home our daughter's come back home or or maybe it's the first time that someone's coming into the church maybe it's the first time that someone's ever getting to uh come to the feet of Jesus and they're bringing all that you know what they feel is like this 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 rotten stench about them because of their past and all this this uh you know all the horrible things that they've done which has separated them you know and they've fallen short of the glory of God but guess what brother James I fell short of the glory mm-hmm. of God too and I came to the feet of Jesus smelling pretty bad mm-hmm. but man the, the the fact is that and Jesus put his arms around me. Amen. Yeah. And he said, welcome home, son. Thank you, Jesus. He said, welcome home. And I'm like, but. Yep. I feel you. I, I'm right there with you. Yep. And because I think because you you and I have, you know, been going through this together, because technically we've been with each other for half our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for 20, well, last week was 21 years. Mm-hmm. And we've both experienced the love of God together. And we both came back knowing all the things that we've done, all our past mistakes, um, the, the flaws we have. We are, we are so flawed, but God finds perfection in imperfection. And that's what I love about it, that the fact that we could come to him knowing that we're not worthy and he just, he still welcomed us. And it's, it's just, this is so fitting to all of this. Um, you know, the, just the, like I keep saying, this, this wonderful mercy. And that even though our hearts were just shriveled like a prune and we were just so just empty and we were, we had hardened hearts and, you know, God just worked his magic. Amen. What did you do? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, you know, <laughs> bring on. us let me, back. Let me, let bring me, us back, brother. All right, all right. I'm gonna reel this in. And speaking of reeling in, there, being from Southern Louisiana and working that coastline, I don't know if you've ever had the unfortunate uh, event in your life to actually smell the cloud of white smoke coming off of a pogey plant. And I don't know if you know what a pogey is, but it's a small fish that they gather in large groups and they bring back to this factory all right and then they boil them to get the fish oil and that's what they get all the fish oil things the little vitamin things now that white smoke that rolls off the top of them boiling that out of that factory is one of the most putrid smells that one i i can't even imagine I've, i've smelled you know decaying bodies uh this smell will permeate you the i've talked to people who worked on the boats they have to burn their clothes after six months of working they have to burn it right uh so the smell of the older brother the smell of judas which eventually took his life and you know that stinks Uh and the smell of saul attitude the disobedience Mm -hmm. it reminds me of that you know we were talking about the pig farm earlier and the chicken farm whatever's worse Mm -hmm. 
immediately when we started talking, God revealed, he's like, boy, you you know what you smelled? You remember that pokey plant? <laughs> that is one of the smells that I have actually in my entire life, and I'm going to be transparent, it made me puke. And you can't get it out of your nostrils for at least a good couple hours. Spraying air freshener in your nose, that's what I've resorted to. Ooh, that's I, awful. I, I, yeah, it was bad. Um, but being... A child of God now. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say that in my lifetime, all the times that I have rejected him, mm-hmm. said he didn't exist, even though he kept me alive and doing the things, you know, uh, while I was doing those stupid things, stinky things. He died for me. Absolutely. He covered me from all of that. Mm-hmm. The rejection. The he said, I love you. Till that day he slapped me in the back of the head. He said, okay, it's time to wake up, boy. And he gave me that shot of air freshener and that glorious heavenly scent. And, uh, and like you said, we still, you know, we still jack it up. We, we're flesh but to strive and you know who are we to cut our eyes at somebody when they come in this church because we all have been we, we we fail them every day and as god sees sin it's all but the little squares as we may see a city outline or city skyline just know that you know uh like we said in the uh last podcast Show that mercy mm-hmm. as he's shown us. Absolutely. And we should celebrate every time somebody comes into this church and goes down to that altar. We should celebrate just like the angels do in heaven every mm-hmm. time that someone gives their life and repents and gives their life to God. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm. I like that. Well, man. I didn't think this was going to be a tough one. I mean, you're talking about being stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're all stinky. I mean, I'm just thankful my right guard didn't take a left right now. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, everybody, I'm used to saying gentlemen, it's that time. Everybody. You call me a gentleman. I mean, I don't think that was deep enough. I mean, you gotta go deeper. I can go deeper. (laughs) Put a little country twang on that. What's the accent? What's the accent? I am from Texas. I tell you this all the time. Like, I start getting, I realized that even though, as much as I don't say, or I say I don't have an accent, it comes out. The little Texan in me comes out a lot, especially when I'm like, y'all. How y'all do? (laughs) Um, Okay, sorry. All right. Uh, but no, thank, thanks everybody for listening in. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe and hit that like button. You can find us on Spotify, Applecast, Googlecast, YouTube, YouTube, and be sure to drop a comment, drop a like, drop a share. Prayer uh, request. Prayer request. You can send it to us at manyanamana2021 at gmail.com. And that is confidential unless you yes. say otherwise. I, I, I just want to put that out there and let y'all know that we we don't 
you know, collect these prayer requests, you know, to, to see what's going on in your life. It, it is honestly 100% to help you pray for whatever it is. All right. And be sure to tune in next week. Uh, actually, uh, Captain, Captain Holy, Holy Face. Face. I was going to say, ba- yeah. I was going to say baby <laughs> face. face. I was going to say baby face, but that was, uh, that was Josh. Josh. He was yeah. baby face. Yeah. Assassin. Now we're going to call him Holy Face, courtesy of Miss Valerie Staten. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she gave me that name. That, that was, that was, I, I, I am honored. I will, I will take that. <laughs> So if you're listening to this, again, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, just make sure you got uh, Captain Holy Face in your prayers. He's going to be out at sea. Yes, please. For Thank a couple you. of weeks. Is that right? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yep. So keep him in your prayers. And then uh, maybe by the time you listen to this, you'll only be. I'll be uh, back. Hopefully. He'll be back by, well, by an episode or two. So, yeah. But keep him in your prayers. And uh, that's all right. Jesus yeah. can talk to the seas and Amen. make sure you're safe out yeah, there. Yeah, I know that's right. Look, so. that's one of my favorite stories, old Peter. <laughs> you better keep focused on Jesus. That's, that's right. <laughs> All righty. Well, it was a pleasure, everyone, and God bless. Wait, hold oh. on. Oh. oh, I just wanted to say thank you for letting me be on this. I guarantee you, your um, views are going or your listen, whatever, think he's it's going to be <laughs> higher because of me. I'm just saying, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Careful but with that pride, girl. You're welcome. Good, good. Oh, I am prideful good. with that because I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm All kidding. Right. I'm kidding. God bless her. Love y'all. Love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mañana Mana. We pray this was encouraging. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube or any other podcast platform where available. 